Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back. I hope you all had a really nice Christmas and have been enjoying the end of the year. I had a really nice Christmas with my family and I'm just really lucky that I got to spend the day with them and I just really enjoyed the quality time that I got to spend with them because it's rare these days that my whole family is all in the same house and that we get to hang out. So it was actually really, really nice. And I hope you guys had a nice day as well and are really excited about the new year because the new year is literally a few days away. I can't believe we're going into 2021 really soon, but I'm super excited about it. And I'm sure you guys are too, because 2020 has been a very interesting year to say the least. And I think that's been the same for all of us. So I'm sure you guys are looking forward to a fresh start as am I. And with 2021 coming around the corner, I think it's a really good time to start setting some goals and intentions for the new year. And I've been spending some time doing this over the past few weeks and just reflecting on my goals for 2020. And I've just been thinking about what I did achieve and what I didn't achieve and why it was that I did or didn't achieve my goals. And I just love reflecting on these things. It's so, so interesting and so great for your self-improvement. So if you guys don't set goals or you don't reflect on them, you definitely should because it's so cool to see what you've achieved. Although I must say, I feel like in 2020, I wasn't really specific enough with my goals. I was a little bit vague. So going into 2021, I'm going to make sure I set some very clear measurable goals. So I wanted to record a podcast episode talking all about goals and how you can set them and how you can achieve them because I think it can be quite hard to set goals sometimes. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I find it quite overwhelming and I don't even know where to start and I don't even know like what I want my future to hold. So I'm going to share with you some tips on how you can figure out what you want 
and what goals you want to achieve for the year and then how you can achieve them. But I've just kind of rambled for a little bit and I haven't even said that I'm sorry that I didn't post a podcast last week. But yeah, you may have noticed that I had a week off just because I wanted to take some time off over Christmas. And if I'm honest, I've been feeling a bit burnt out. And this happens to me every single year at this time of year. I don't know what it is. It's something to do with December and I'm not sure if like I'm triggered by certain things in December, but I often find that my mood is a lot lower and I don't really feel myself. If I'm completely honest, I do struggle with my mental health towards the end of the year. I think it's because work starts to slow down and you can tell that it's coming towards the end of the year and everyone starts to take time off and just like enjoy having a break. But then at the back of my mind, I always feel like I still need to be switched on because I'm self-employed. So I put a lot of extra pressure on myself and then feel guilty for taking a break. But then it gets to the point when I feel so overwhelmed that I'm forced to take a break. So I've learned over the years that I really need to just like listen to my intuition. And when I'm feeling burnt out like this, I need to take a break because it does more harm than good if you just keep pushing yourself when you're feeling like that. So, I mean, if we're gonna talk about what's been inspiring me this week, I honestly think I've been inspired to slow down and take a break. I think taking a break is so, so important. In this day and age, I think the hustle culture is really, really idolized and people like to show an image of themselves working really hard and making it seem like they never take a break and they're always so productive. At least that's what social media shows. And sometimes it can make us feel like we have to keep up with those standards as well. But at the end of the day, we're all different and we have to do what's best for us. And so taking a break is important and is something that we all should do. And If nobody's told you that in a while, I'm here to tell you that because if you're anything like me, you need it. You really need it just so you can show up as your best self because once you've taken that time to rejuvenate, you'll feel so much better when you come back. And yeah, I know for me, I'm going to create better content now and I'm going to be so much more passionate about it and re-energized because I've taken that time to relax. And in my time off, I definitely did some reflecting and goal setting, which was really, really good. And is something that can really help you when you're feeling burnt out, because often you can feel burnt out when you lose sight of your goals and your intention. And I think that's something that I felt I was feeling a little bit lost and confused about what the future months and year had installed for me. So I really needed to take the time to reassess and think about what the future has installed for me. So in the process of reflecting, I realized that I haven't been feeling too inspired lately. And I think that's one of the reasons that I've been feeling burnt out because I really believe that inspiration sparks motivation. And so I've been feeling like all of my inspiration has run dry and I need to get re-inspired again. And then I thought to myself, oh, why is it that I've been feeling this way? And I realized that I haven't really been prioritizing my personal development and reading my self-help books, listening to podcasts and all that kind of thing lately. I've kind of let that go out of the door and I really do notice a difference when I stop doing those things. I then end up not feeling as inspired. And if I'm not inspired, I'm not motivated 
motivated to do things. I don't know if that makes sense or resonates with you, but it really rings true to me. So over the next few weeks, something that I'm going to be prioritizing is getting back into my self-development, reading books. I actually just got a new book on Audible that I've been listening to. It's called How to Be a Badass. And I thought that could be a good one to end the new year with. And I actually just read Atomic Habits by James Clear as well, which I loved. You guys have to read that one. It was really, really useful. I'm also going to be prioritizing trying new things, doing more journaling. And of course, I'm going to prioritize setting goals because I think it's so important to live an intentional life. And if you're not doing that, I don't think you're living your life to your full purpose or capacity. So I think it's a very important thing to do. So now I want to take some time just to reflect with you guys and talk about the things that I achieved in 2020, because I just think this is a really nice thing to do. And it'll be nice to look back on. Obviously a huge thing that I achieved in 2020 was starting my podcast, which I am so proud of. And I'm so happy that I have been so consistent with it. I know that like, I haven't been perfect, but I feel like there's always room for improvement and I have been really happy with how I've been going. I've done some amazing interviews and have really pushed myself out of my comfort zone. I definitely have had a lot of anxiety this year and have felt really nervous about doing things like these interviews. So I'm really proud of myself for pushing myself and actually following through with what I've set out for myself. Because in the past, I would definitely have all of these desires and goals, but my fear and anxiety would stop me from doing things. But in 2020, I would say that I've managed to push past that anxiety quite a few times and just feel the fear and do it anyway. So I'm really proud of myself for that. Another big thing that happened in 2020 is that I moved back home with my family and that was back in April, I think. And I had no idea how long I was going to be staying with my family for when I first moved back in with them. I did think it was going to be for a shorter period of time and be a bit more temporary but I've honestly loved being back at home with my family and it's been really good for me and my relationship with my family because I have talked about it before with my mum briefly but before I moved out of home my relationship with my mum and like my family was a little bit more rocky and so I'd say that I moved out on kind of a bit more negative terms it was like I needed my own space and so now I've come back and I feel like our relationship is a whole lot better so when I move out next it will be like really nice to move out on good terms not that we were on bad terms at all it just will be nice to like have a different perspective you know and I feel like I have a lot more respect for what my parents do for me after moving out of home and vice versa so yeah that was like a massive learning curve for me and it's just been really nice to have this time with my family and I've been really appreciating it a lot more because I know that when I move out again I'm going to be out permanently I probably won't be coming back home so I've been trying to lap up this experience but I've definitely learned a lot about myself and I've definitely learned that I'm way lazier when I live with my family. Like when I was living out of home, I was much more independent and productive. And it's so easy to slip into old habits when you live with your parents. But at the same time, it's really nice to enjoy the help while I have it. So another thing that I'm really grateful for that happened in 2020 is my friendships. I made some really nice new friendships and got a lot closer with certain people in my life in 2020. And I really feel like I have a nice group of friends and they are people who bring 
bring out the best in me. And I've learned so much about friendship over the years. And I really feel like I've got some amazing people in my life at the moment. And my friends have seriously helped me with my mental health a lot in 2020. Shout out to Jesse in particular, because at the start of 2020, I wasn't really in the best place mentally. And I have documented this on YouTube and talked about like my mental health journey multiple times, but I wasn't feeling too great. And then I met Jessie towards the start of the year. We met through our friend Sophie and she had actually just moved to the Shire from Canberra. So she didn't really know too many people in the area and we immediately hit it off and she had created a really good routine for herself in the Shire since she arrived and she went to 5.30 club to the gym and she included me and it really, really helped me get out of this bad headspace that I was in at the start of the year and she's just really helped me improve on myself. So I've been going to the gym with Jesse most days of the week, which has been incredible for me mentally and has made me feel amazing in my body. And she's just been so, so helpful and very selfless in that way. So I honestly appreciate her so much. And she's just been such a constant support for me. So Jesse, if you're listening, thank you so much. And you know that I love you. And same with my other friends, I've made some really close friendships. And I've also had a realization throughout 2020. And that is that, you know, you don't have to see your friends all the time to be close. I think some of my best friends I don't see all of the time and it's not that I don't love them and that I don't want to see them. It's just that we all live busy lives and we just understand that people have to prioritize like their work and what they're doing in their life. But I've realized that there are certain friends I see and then we pick up where we left off and it's so, so nice. So yeah, I have a lot of really nice friendship memories from 2020. As for my work, 2020 was actually the first year that I worked completely for myself. I have been doing YouTube and making money from it for about five years, I'd say now, or maybe even six, but I was with Disney Channel for four of those years. So I was getting income from Disney as well. Although in 2019, I didn't really have too much work from Disney anyway. Things had slowed down. So I kind of got a taster of what it would feel like to work for myself completely. I had no idea if I would be able to do just social media financially. And if you guys follow my YouTube channel, you would know that at the start of the year, I was actually thinking about getting another job and applying for full-time positions. And then I changed my mind and decided to give social media a go. And I was feeling a lot better mentally at this point. So I decided to give it a crack. And honestly, I think that this year has been the best financially for my business so far. I've worked so, so hard and have worked with some amazing brands, established some really great relationships with brands as well. And also this was my first year without a social media management. So I've been doing all of the brand deals and getting all of the work myself. And it's been really nice because it means that I've made some really nice connections with the people who work for brands. And it does mean that there's a lot more work that I have to do now. I have a lot more admin, but it's really paid off. And I really feel like that has helped me take my business, I guess, to the next levels. So yeah, I have lots of plans for 2021 and I am so excited and it's so nice to know that I can do this as my job and I don't need to rely on anything else for the time being anyway. And also the final thing that I want to add in my little 2020 reflection is that I feel like this has been the first year where I have been pretty consistent with things. I've been consistent with going to the gym. Obviously I have had times when I've fallen off the bandwagon a little bit, but I've been relatively consistent. I've also been consistent with my upload schedule, I would say, a lot better than I have been in previous years. So overall, I feel like there's a bit more consistency and stability in my life right now, which I hope will continue throughout 2021. So 
they are some of the things that I achieved and that I'm really proud of. And I did actually set out to achieve some of those goals. So it's a really amazing feeling to know that those things happened. Now, let me just say not all of my goals have come true for 2020. There were quite a few things that I wanted to achieve that I didn't. And I'm not going to beat myself up about them because, you know, if I want to achieve them still in 2021, I'm going to try and do that. But if not, I'm just going to accept that things have changed. And I think that's the thing. You've just got to know that sometimes your priorities change and your goals do. So you have to check in with yourself every once in a while and just reassess your goals and see if you're still on the right path. But one of the things I really wanted to do in 2021 was come out with some merch. It was a big goal of mine and I worked really hard on it, but there were quite a few hiccups that got in the way. So I would come up with a design and get it all done. And then there would be an issue with printing it and the supplier and how much it would cost. And I don't know, there was just a lot that went into it, but it's still one of my goals for 2021, but maybe it's not like the first thing on my priorities list. But I think maybe the reason I didn't achieve that is because I was putting more energy into the things that I wanted to achieve. And another thing that I didn't achieve throughout 2020 was subscriber and follower goals. Basically, just goals had to do with numbers. I personally don't think I want to continue setting goals that have to do with like benchmarks because I just don't think it's really healthy for me mentally. And personally, I don't really think that's something that I can have control over. I think a better way of wording the goal would be to say, I want to have an engaged audience instead of saying something like, I want to have 200,000 subscribers, just because I don't really like the idea of collecting people anymore. I like the idea of having a community and I also really like the idea of making the most of what I've got and focusing on what I have instead of what I don't have, you know, and I'm sure my platforms will grow over time. But I think if I'm focusing too much on numbers, that means I'm focusing on the wrong things. And If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
It's taken me a long time to realize this, let me just say that. But I think that's why I haven't achieved those goals. It's because they're things that are out of my reach. I can't control what the YouTube algorithm is gonna do. I can't control if people don't like me. But what I can control is what I put out there to the world and how I interact with people. And I can just hope that people like it, you know? So as for my goals for 2021, I have done a lot of journaling and a lot of chatting to Brayden about them. And it's really helped actually talking to Brayden about my goals because he's thrown in some ideas and he's obviously going to hold me accountable and then just like talking out loud just really helps and it makes me realize oh wait I want to do this and so if you can talk to someone about your goals that will really really help but career wise I want to be continuing to do the same thing I want to be posting on YouTube my podcast Instagram consistently but I also want to work on other projects this year and just work on expanding myself and maybe like find different ways to monetize myself without doing brand deals or relying on YouTube AdSense and just make my brand a much more sustainable, long lasting brand. So maybe coming out with either some digital products or physical products. There are so many things that I want to do. I just need to kind of prioritize what I want to do first and like really hone in on something because I think when you try and focus on too many things, it makes it a lot harder to achieve that goal. But I just need to focus on one thing at a time. They do say that with like the law of attraction, when you're trying to manifest something, it's really good to focus on one thing at a time instead of trying to attract a bunch of things into your life. But another thing that I want to achieve in 2021 is to buy my first property with Brayden. And I am so, so excited about this. I think about it every single day because I am so ready to move out. And I'm not gonna lie, like there's been many times when I've been like oh I just want to move out I'm happy to rent and not that there's anything wrong with renting but we are so close to being able to buy that I feel like we might as well just try and wait it out a little bit longer the reason that it hasn't happened just yet is just because we're waiting on Brayden to get a full-time job he's finished uni now and we just want him to have a full-time job just for the stability and even though he does have a job at the moment we want him to have like a full-time job you know and so hopefully that will happen in not too long but I'm so excited to get the ball rolling with that. So in 2021, I'm going to be moving out again and purchasing my first property, which is crazy to say, but I know it's going to happen. I have no idea where we're going to be moving or what kind of place we're going to be buying, but I know that we're definitely moving out in 2021, which I can't wait for. I just can't wait to have my own place with Brayden. We've been together for five years now, and I just feel like I'm so ready to start the next chapter with him and have our own space. And I also just need more space to work in because right now I'm living in my bedroom, I'm working in my bedroom, and it can be quite claustrophobic. So I think it will be really good for me to have a little bit more space and it will allow me to kind of like separate work life balance and things like that. So moving out is a huge goal and my first priority for 2021. Another big goal for me in 2021 is to really hone in on self-development. I absolutely love learning more about myself and more about self-development and sharing what I've learned with you guys. So I really want to make that a priority and continue to interview inspirational people and just bring out content that will benefit your life as well as mine. So that's another big goal. But I mean, there are lots of little ones, but I won't get too like minuscule and talk about absolutely everything, but they are like the main things, I guess I would say. Oh, also another really random one is that I want to dye my hair darker. I want to kind of go back to a bit more of a natural blonde and get some highlights just because I really want to have 
nice, healthy, long, thick hair like I used to. And even though I love how my hairdresser does my hair and I love being super blonde, I think it's probably time to take a little bit of a break from the dye and just yeah, go back to being a bit more natural, you know? I know that's like a super random goal compared to the other ones, but it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I just I just really want to have nice, long, thick hair. But anyway, now let's get into talking about what you guys clicked on this podcast episode for, which is how to set your goals and achieve them. And so I think it can be quite hard, like I said before, to set goals sometimes because it's really hard to know like where you want to go in life and what you might want to achieve. And so I did a bit of research and I found something that I thought would be really useful for you guys. And it's called the Wheel of Life. And if you just Google it, you'll see it come up on images and you can see it looks like a pie chart and it's split into lots of different segments and each segment represents a different thing in your life. So for example, career, financial, spiritual, physical, intellectual, family, social, all of the charts are pretty much the same and just include all of the basic things that you need in life to be happy and have a well balanced life. But you can also just like change up the names to stuff that's a bit more relevant to your life if you have a specific goal. So say if you want to prioritize more self-care in your life, you can add that as a sector. But basically the idea is to have a pie chart and each sector represents a different part of your life because we all want to live a balanced life, right? And I think most of us probably feel like sometimes we are achieving one thing really well, but then we're lacking in another area. I know I can feel like this when I'm doing really well work-wise. I often feel like I'm not seeing my friends or vice versa. And it's sometimes really hard to be balanced. And so I feel like the wheel of life could really help us figure out our goals for 2021 because it will help us identify what we're lacking in our life or what we need to improve on. And then we can set our goals based around that. So you can just figure this out yourself or you can actually do a quiz online. There are a number of different ones that I found that are free to use. I think Tony Robbins has a quiz for the wheel of life. I can see there's one here by scottjeffrey.com. So the quiz could be quite helpful for you if you don't want to try and like work it out yourself. And then once you've answered all of the questions, it will tell you where you're lacking balance in your life and what you need to work on. So yeah, you could do the quiz or you could just literally write down the different segments yourself or draw up your own pie chart and then rate on a scale of one to 10, how balanced you think that thing is in your life. So you can say how balanced you think your career life is on a scale of one to 10 and answer them all very honestly. And I think you've just got to not overthink it. You've just got to go with your gut and write down how satisfied you are with that area in your life. So once you've figured out the areas that you're least satisfied with, that should give you an indication of what you need to work on. So then you can create some goals based around those segments. A good exercise to do is to actually visualize how you would feel if that segment was balanced. So how would you feel if your career life was balanced and you felt completely satisfied? What would it look like? Imagine it's you now and really get that feeling and that should give you a good indication of the things that you need to do to achieve that feeling. And so once you've figured that out, just write it down and get really specific with what the steps are that you have to do to get to that point. I hope you guys can't hear the storm that's going on right now, but there's literally thunder and lightning outside my window. And also it is pitch black in my room now because it was light when I started to record this and now it's gone dark. So hold on, I'm just going to turn my lights on. Okay, I can actually see now. So also when you're writing down your goals, you need to make sure they're 
action-based. And so action is super important for when you're trying to achieve your goals because you're not going to get anywhere by just wishing and hoping and thinking that one day something will happen. You need to take actionable steps closer to that goal every single day. I mean, you don't have to do it every single day, but it's going to happen a lot faster if you do it every single day. So just think to yourself, what is achievable for you to do on an everyday basis? And if you're still struggling to come up with some goals after you've worked on your wheel of life, maybe journal and ask yourself some prompting questions such as, what do I already have in my life? What do I need more of in my life? You can write this down, by the way, while I'm saying this, if you want. What do I need less of in my life? Why do I want this? Who else will this affect? What will I do about it? What resources do I need? Who can help me? When will I do it? When will I know I'm there? How will I keep myself accountable and motivated? And yeah, there are a few questions that might help you. Journaling is so, so useful when you're trying to figure things out like this and it might help you get a lot clearer. I'm actually gonna go ahead and use these journal prompts that I've just said. Maybe I'll write them in the show notes actually for you guys if you want to use those journal prompts that I just said. I just wanted to say those aren't my own original journal prompts. I did do a bit of research into good journal prompts prompts for when figuring out your goals, but I will leave them in the show notes in case you guys want to write them down. Let me know how you go. Send me a DM on Instagram or something and let me know what your goals are for 2021, but I'm definitely going to be using those prompts myself. Okay, so now you've figured out your goals, you might be wondering how am I going to achieve them? And obviously the main thing that you have to do is take action every single day. We know that I do actually have a whole podcast episode on taking action. If you guys want to listen to that after this one, that episode would actually be a really good one to listen to after this if you're really interested in this topic. But my biggest tip for following through with your goals is to create systems. And I recently learned this method from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I talked about this earlier, but wow, this book was really, really good. I've heard so many people rave about it and I finally read it last month, I think it was. And I loved it. He had so many great tips. Also, James Clear has a website and he writes some really great blog posts on there and you can get so much free information online from his website. So if you're wanting to learn a lot about goals and habits, go and check out his website or get the book Atomic Habits and you'll learn a lot. But he says that something that can really help you achieve your goals is to create systems. A quote that James Clear, the author said actually, is that goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. And I thought, this was really interesting and I wanted to share it with you guys because I thought it was so so true. So I had never really looked at things this way but it makes so much sense. If you create a system of how you're going to achieve your goal it's going to happen so much more smoothly and effectively. So for example if you make the goal of going to the gym every weekday how are you going to do that? What is going to get you up in the morning? You need to like plan it all out and not just rely on the fact that, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go to the gym every weekday. No, you need to create a system. You need to be like, I'm gonna wake up at 7 a.m. I'm gonna have a drink of water, put my active wear on, put a podcast on in the car and head straight to the gym. That's one example. Or if you have the goal of writing a book, you need to create a system that will work for you in your life. 
to actually write that book. So you might be a really busy person and not have time during the day. So you might be like, oh, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and that is my time when I'm going to write my book. And that is the system that works for you. And yeah, I think this is such an interesting way of looking at things. And it just reminded me of how important it is to break down our goals into actionable steps that are achievable. Instead of just looking at the big picture and being like, I want to achieve this goal. Sure, you want to achieve it, but how? You need to break down how you're going to get there. Otherwise, it most likely won't happen or it won't happen as fast. So that is my biggest tip when you're trying to achieve a goal is to create a system and steps of how you're going to actually get there and achieve it. And if you put those systems into place throughout 2021, you'll look back at the end of the year or at the start of 2022 and be like, wow, imagine if I didn't have those systems in place and you'll be shocked at what you achieved. So I challenge you guys to spend some time figuring out how you're going to achieve your goals and you're going to be one step ahead of everyone else if you do that. So I want to finish off this episode by sharing some quotes with you guys to do with this topic and one is by Rachel Hollis and she said, a goal is a dream with its work boots on and that is so true, right? A dream is just an idea and a fantasy but a goal is something that you are striving for and you're actually taking action on. And the last quote that I want to share is that a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. And I think that's just like a nice reminder that we're not always meant to feel comfortable and goals can be quite scary because most likely if we have a goal, it's because it's something that we don't have already and we're not comfortable or used to it. But it doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. So get out your comfort zone and scare yourself a little bit and you'll get closer to achieving what you want to. And that's actually a really nice reminder to me too because I have been feeling a little bit anxious lately and it has made achieving my goals a little bit harder. But I just need to know that, you know, it's normal to feel those feelings and that it's just getting me closer to where I want to be. I really hope this episode inspired you and motivated you for 2021 and got you excited to set some goals and achieve them. I know 2020 hasn't been the best year for all of us and like maybe some of our goals had to kind of change a little bit throughout the year but that's okay I think it is normal for goals to change and pivot throughout the year but I feel like 2021 hopefully will only go up from here and we can only control ourselves and how we react and what's in our lives so remember to take control of what you can and make sure you're doing everything in your power to live your best life yes like I said a big goal of mine is to work on this podcast throughout 2021 so I'm really going to be trying to push it so it would mean the world to me if you guys could help me out by sharing this podcast with someone someone who maybe needs it or even sharing it on your Instagram stories honestly means the world to me when you guys do that and it just really supports the podcast and helps push it out there podcasts are actually quite hard to find it's not like YouTube where it like suggests them to you it's kind of harder to find some so the best way for people to discover my podcast is by word of mouth or sharing so I really do appreciate it when you guys share it with people also anyone who leaves a review on Apple Podcasts does not go unnoticed. I read all of them. So thank you so much to everyone who has left me a five-star review. If you guys do have the time to write a five-star review, thank you so much in advance. I really do appreciate it. And I love hearing your feedback and what you thought of the episodes. Also, you can message me and let me know what you thought. I do love hearing from you guys. And also, if you have any podcast episode requests, don't shy away from messaging me because I would love to hear what you guys would like to hear from me. And also, if you have any guest suggestions, you are more than welcome to message me them as 
well. But I hope this episode inspired you and you guys are excited for 2021. And I will speak to you guys in my next Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Next episode. Bye.